0: Years ago, a very wealthy man who, along with his devoted young son, they shared a passion for art collecting. This father and son would travel together throughout the world acquiring only the finest of treasures, priceless works by Picasso, Van Gogh, Monet, And many others of the great masters, they were all added to the family estate. Now this man had been widowed while his son was quite young, so so their bond was very tight. And the man, with personal pride, watched as his only child grew up into manhood and became an experienced art collector. War broke out, and the son enlisted. After only a few short weeks, his father received a telegram that his son had been killed while trying to take a fellow wounded soldier to safety. On Christmas Day, there came a knock at the old man's door. And as he opened it, he saw a soldier standing there holding a a fairly large, flat package. I was a friend of your son, the soldier explained. I was the one he was rescuing when he died. May I come in a few minutes? I have something to show you. And pointing at the package, he said, I'm not, uh, I- I'm an artist and, and I want to give you this. And inside the package was a portrait of the man's son. Though no work of artistic genius, the, the painting did feature the young man's face in, in striking detail and seemed to have captured his personality. The following spring, the old man became ill, and he passed away. According to his will, the entire art collection was to be auctioned off. The day soon arrived, drawing art collectors from around the world. And the auction began with a painting that was not on any museum's list. It was the painting of the man's The auctioneer began by asking, who will open the bidding for $100 for this painting of the man's son? And the room fell silent. Moments, minutes passed, and none moved to bed. From the back of the room, someone callously called out, who cares about that painting? It's just a picture of his son. Let's forget it and get on to the more important things. And, and other voices murmured in agreement. Have you ever thought what it would be like if God and the person of Jesus Christ had never come to earth? You ever stop to think about it? Classical music would be totally different because the great composers, Bach, Beethoven, and others, they dedicated their life's work to God. Handel's Messiah, you remember Messiah, right? Never would have been written. Harvard, Yale, Princeton would not exist because these institutions were started specifically for the purpose of training ministers. And by the way, at the time when they were getting started, the study of science was seen as, as an exercise in the study of the work of God in order to understand how he made the world. Science was a way of learning more about what the creator is like. The way we date history would, would be completely different Since all of history is divided by those things that occurred before and after Christ came. There would be no YMCA. And our cities would look different. Does anybody have any idea how many churches, how many houses of worship there are in Portage, Kalamazoo? Does anybody have any clue? A lot. I heard a lot. What you say, Carol? A lot. a lot. Okay. Would you say more than five? More than 20? More than 50? You see, that's about the point I stopped counting. <laughs> I think it's pretty close to 100. Just in this close community. And do you realize if Christ never came our city would look completely different because churches would not dot our community. We would only have half a Bible, leaving us to view God as vindictive and distant, prone to anger and harboring a violent temper. We would have never heard of the love of a personal God if God never visited our world we would have no hope of his returning to earth and likely little if any understanding of heaven without Christ there'd be no Christmas no Christmas carols really no hymns for us to sing the world without Jesus would be, as, as C.S. Lewis put it, always winter and never Christmas. Without Jesus, Mary Magdalene would have died possessed in her sin. Matthew, the tax collector, would have remained a traitor. Peter, Andrew, James, John, they would have spent their whole life on the Sea of Galilee the Apostle Paul would have never been more than a cruel Pharisee steeped in legalism with an unrelented demand for perfection and what about the miracles what about about those people needing healing they would have remained broken In spirit, the lame would have stayed lame, the blind would have remained in darkness, and the deaf would have stayed sentenced to a prison of silence. We wouldn't have heard or known the encouragement of words like these. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full Peace, I live with you. My peace, I give to you. Don't let your hearts be troubled and don't be afraid. Without Christ, we would be missing a Savior. For there'd be no talk of forgiveness and reconciliation to God. Only laws to be obeyed. We would only know justice. People getting what they deserved rather than finding mercy with God. Paul would not have lived it and wouldn't have been able to write this beautiful truth where he says there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ The law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. Do you hear it? If he had not come, there would be no law of the spirit of life. You see, friend, we only know peace and relief and ultimate joy. Because Christ came. Christ advent reminds us that our sins can be forgiven Paul writes be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as Christ in Christ God forgave you we read that and we know that without Christ there'd be no forgiveness there'd be no cross there'd be no sacrifice there would be no sins forgiven But do you also realize we may not have understood what agape is? What it is to love past our feelings? To decide to love the unlovely? To look at someone not as destitute but as a soul that Christ created and died for? Think for a moment. Of the worst thing that you have ever done. That thing that still makes you burn with guilt and shame. And think what it would have been like if Jesus had not come. And you could not be forgiven for that thing that still wounds your soul. What would it be like to live with condemnation always hanging over your head? What is it like to live a life that's always winter? What would the world feel like if there was no hope of heaven? Family, how different would funerals be? Without that hope. If Jesus had not come, there would be no hope beyond the grave. We could not talk of heaven. In fact, Paul says all that we would be left with is a sense of being pitied. He writes in 1 Corinthians... If only for this life we have hope in Christ, then we are to be pitied more than all men. Do you hear what he's saying? If Jesus wasn't God in the flesh, then everything we do is useless. Without Jesus, there'd be no hope of a resurrection. Only an an argument over a concept. There would be no eternal life. There'd be nothing to anticipate. The only reality would be a purposeless life. Meaningless life. That ceases with the closing of a casket lid. And the coldness of an ever-consuming grave. But Jesus came, and all of that has been changed. We can now live in a joyful anticipation of what is to come. Heaven is possible because of Jesus, and it is ours, yet we are still waiting for it. It's, it's much like these next three weeks in the life of a child when you stop to think about it. Do you remember when you were a child and Christmas was coming? Do you remember what that felt like? Do you remember when you went looking for where your parents were hiding the packages And you know you did. And then you found them. And you'd pick them up and you'd you'd shake them and you'd look at them. And you'd try to find some kind of clue as to what was inside. Filled with anticipation. You were already enjoying what you knew was coming, and in your mind you were already playing with it. Yet, it would not be handed over to you until Christmas. Then, we would see with our eyes and touch with eager hands what before we had only experienced in our heart. Christmas means that Christ has given us that gift of heaven, And at this point it's, it's still wrapped, yet friend, the package has your name on it. We would never receive that gift if it were not for Christmas. Peter writes, in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth the home of righteousness. So then, dear friends, since we are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless and blameless and at peace with him. Other voices echoed in agreement. Who cares about that painting? Let's forget about it and get on to the more, the more important paintings. But the auctioneer replied, no. We have to sell this one first. Who will take the son? Finally, a friend of the old man spoke. I knew the boy, so, so I'd like to have it. I will bid the hundred dollars. I have a bid of $100, the auctioneer called. Who will make it higher? And after a long silence, the auctioneer said, Going once, going twice, gone. And the gavel fell. And there were cheers. That fell across the whole room. And someone rather loudly said, now we can get on with it. But the auctioneer, tucking his folder under his arm, turned to the audience and announced that the auction was over. Stunned disbelief quieted the room. And someone angrily asked, what do you mean it's over? We didn't come here for a picture of some guy's son. What about all these paintings? There's there's millions of dollars worth of fine art here. Explain yourself. And the auctioneer replied, it's very simple. According to the will of the father, whoever takes the son gets it all. John reminds us of this. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his son. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. Friend, the story of Christmas in essence, is very simple. Whoever takes the sun gets it all. Father God, we thank you for this reminder every year. of the fact that you loved us enough to come to earth, to live among us as the way we live, to see life from our perspective, and to show us that there is a better way. And we know, Father, that the message of Christmas is the message of salvation. as we move towards this time of decision father may your spirit move among us and it's in jesus name we pray amen friends this whole season is to remind us that we can be forgiven through jesus christ that we can be washed clean clean in the waters of baptism and that life beyond what we see and what we know is a true reality. So, why don't you take the sun today? Stand and sing, please.